with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're our listener. Hey there, listener. Ho there, listeners. Hi there, all you out there in Vlisteria. I was just about to say, prepare for Titanfall, listeners. <laughs> That's not this, though. It kind of is, but it's not exactly. No, not quite. Not quite. I mean, honestly. Drift completed. Yeah, it's the portal voice. Yeah. Drift. Titanfall. Ready. I would rather have a Titanfall movie than this one, quite frankly. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, that's right, everyone in Blisteria. Sign up and you can get your Titans. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. You get to pick which Titan you want. They are, and, the, the loadout. Yeah, and they all talk like Matt Mercer. It's really fun. Oh, wait, no, that's the pilot. That's not the... The pilot was Matt Mercer? Right? Yeah. In Titanfall 2? Or was it the bot? I don't remember. This is a great podcast. Yep, we're doing a we're great job. It. Uh, Look at us just saying stuff. Nailing, just yeah. pulling it right out. The, you know, the keister. Yeah, man. That's 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 half a podcast and just getting the mics and having something to say. Welcome, everyone, to Fix It. I am Jay. That's Adam. Uh, we are the two hosts of the amazing, amazing, full-on, world-saving reaction YouTube channel i almost said fix it (laughs) the reaction channel previewed you may know us from there you also may know us uh from being uh the janitors that solved the equation at your local college oh got full rides that's right good job yeah man it was both of us it was goodwill goodwills hunting (laughs) that was us uh this is our this is our podcast fix it where every week adam and i take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark maybe didn't quite get there maybe son of a bitch it was matthew mercer He's the co- he's Cooper. Yeah, I didn't know that. I knew he was. Yeah, he was one no of the main idea. characters. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to intro the podcast over here. If you're just, you I'm know. I'm sorry, dude. I've no, just been fine. playing Titanfall two a lot. And I'm this still... is where we take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe just couldn't, wasn't drift compatible, <laughs> and <laughs> we fix it. And this week uh, we are fixing uh, the sequel uh, to the smash hit uh, Pacific Rim. We are fixing Pacific Rim. Uprising, <sighs> the the truly the the uh, sequel we were all excited for. Yeah, man. Even Kimberly was excited for this sequel. Really, we saw this in the theaters together, and we're both super bummed out. Oh, uh, we're fixing Pacific Rim too, but but uh, man, <laughs> man I. Uh, I, we're supposed to transition to our next segment now, but man, I just I'm just thinking about this movie, and I, I did this watch along uh, with uh, the peaches on Discord. Yeah. Um, if you you have not joined the preview Discord yet, may I recommend uh, hopping in? The water's warm. Everyone's super great there. Uh, and every week, uh, when we're getting ready for the episode, I do a watch along with all the peaches, so I can get ready for the episode as well. Um, we watch this together, and uh, uh, it's it's a stinker. It's it's a, it's a, it's really it's a it's really frustrating. It, frust, it ah, frustrating is the good is a good word, Jay. That is exactly what it is. Because creatively, what was so fun about Pacific Rim is its simplicity. Yep. It did the. It was just like, hey, we want to see cool robots fight cool monsters. Uh huh. So we're gonna do that. What's the story? 
that cool robots fight cool monsters. Okay, how's it going to start? Well, we're just going to tell everyone what the the robots are called, and then we're going to tell everyone what the monsters are called, and then and then we start. And then they fight. Oh, okay. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it is, it is. So from a from a complexity standpoint, from like a uh, the the from a challenge rating, it's quite wow. low. It is quite low. Mm-hmm. And wow, wow, wow! They overcomplicated it. And uh, if, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there, there in more detail. But before we get into uh, fixing a Pacific Room Uprising, uh, we like to start our show with my absolutely most favorite segment. The best segment of all time. My absolute favorite. Jay's favorite. Um, where Adam and I just kind of uh, get to know each other a little bit better. Not that we don't know each other very well, but you know. It's At this of, point, yeah. Um, in, a, in a segment we call Roll for Convo. Roll for Convo. I have a 20-sided die. Our producer, Brian, who we love dearly, and who is also just one inch away from the edge of that cliff, uh, 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 he has has, uh, come up with 20 conversation starters, and I am going to roll a 20-sided die to see which one we are going to pick today. Uh, Here comes the boom, and that is a gentleman's six. A gentleman's six gets you... Oh, this is a really good one. What are your feelings on magicians... Or magic shows. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was not... That was not... <laughs> what are your feelings on magicians on, and on magic shows? Um, I think it's... I, I, I... Okay. Sorry, this is just not... This is... Wow, I was really in, like, big robot fight mode. And now we're sure. clicking back to the, you know... We're going to the magic castle. And yeah, just, now you see me one and two over here, yeah. It's not wholly different from comedy to some degree. Oh, they they magic. mesh well. There's yeah. a lot of good uh, uh, comedic uh, magic acts out yeah, there. Yeah, I, I actually can really... I can enjoy a comedic magician. I think that's kind of fun. Uh, I think magic is great when it's, like, done... It's. I think it's. It's. Uh, I'm impressed by it. Yes. I think it's really fun. It's good showmanship. From like a show business person, I can like really respect it. It's not. It's not entertainment that I actively seek out. Oh, really? No. I mean. Well, let me ask you this. When you were pick a, a kid, card. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what, what am I thinking right now? Uh, when you were a kid. Okay. Um, did you watch any of those magic specials like David Copperfield was on, like all those other things, yeah, like the David Blaine stuff? Yeah, when the, David Copperfield made the, the Statue, Statue of Liberty, Liberty disappear. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that stuff as a kid? Yeah, absolutely. Did you like believe, like, oh my god, magic's real? No. Or at no point did you ever think that it was real? It just just knew it no, was like it's a trick. Just, it's just amazing. It's I I can see the show business on it. I, I understand that there's something going on. Okay. But it's fun. It's fun, like making your brain. Like it, it does something cool to your brain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It does. Because like you kind of like you know when it's done well, you kind of like there's a suspension of disbelief that's kind of like a fun place to live in for like the millisecond that you're there. Yeah, because we know magic doesn't exist. Sure. But in yeah. that, in, you know, wait, say wait, but how did he get over there? Huh? What? Ah, uh, yeah. It's, okay, it's like could it be magic? No, well clearly it's not. But damn, all right, that's cool trick. That's yeah. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. That's neat. You know what movies should have been better, I think, and should have gotten? Those Now You See Me movies? Okay. I feel like those could have been cooler. I think that they all thought they were really cool in those movies, but it's a lot like... it's. When Jesse Eisenberg tries to be cool, it's just like, nah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, nah. I'm good. Was that the... Is that what no, took you out of it? I think it's more. Yeah, I think it's that like the so the social network. He was so good in that movie, and that you kind of hate his guts. Oh, okay. That like it's hard for me to trust Jesse Eisenberg as an actor anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like oh. I don't trust you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Huh? What, okay, if you were gonna. Oh, I dropped no, the twenty sided no. die. Great job, Grant. Professional podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Um, are you? If you think you were, if you were gonna be a magician. Like, what direction do you think you're going to go? You know what I mean? Oh, like, if you had like to pick clo- a, like a close up magic or like a, illusions and like a persona, oh. like, what kind of vibe are are you do you think you would want to go in? Well, knowing me the way I know myself now, I think it'd just be like, I think I'd probably probably do a really good job of just close up magic, just kind of just be just, just nonchalant and just kind of like lulling you in with the robotic tone of my voice. Yeah. And be like, this is. Oh, what I'm about to do is truly no big deal. Yeah. But like, holy crap, how the hell did he just do this? Like, I know, right? It's pretty if neat. If I were writing your magician character. Okay. If I were, if we're, okay, with a little mini fix it here. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm coming up with a magician persona for Adam Lash, it is, I like the idea. I think, it, and I don't think I've seen this before. I'm sure it's been done, but I've never seen it. Sure. I think you being a magic, it, like you are the magician, but you are skeptical of the mat of what your magic is almost you are the tricks happen as you are trying to explain to people how the trick works oh and it doesn't and it works out in a way that is not how you're explaining my it. words are misdirecting what's going on you're like it's you're part of the very, misdirection. you're like wait what's how did that what no okay we gotta explain this again and then it like happens again you know what i'm saying like there's like a little bit of like a of of practical adam mm-hmm Making, like, trying making whimsy happen and not understanding how the heck it's happening. Yeah, what, what? Like, yeah, I think that could be really fun, and that would be really hard to like rehearse. Yes, and really hard to perfect. Yes, but that could be that level of misdirect is really fun. Have you ever watched? Is it fool me, fool us? It was on. Oh, the one with Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller show with uh, Alice Hannigan. Yeah, yeah, there are. A lot of very talented magicians out there. Yes, who are like, yes, yo, this stuff is like, because it's again, it's like, oh, I'm old enough. I know magic is not real, but like, I don't know where you hid that card. I don't know when you took it. I didn't know when you moved it from what place to was. Like, I know, yeah. like, I know the physics. Like, you know, physically, something had to move from here to here. You had to misdirect my eye, but like, yo, the showmanship. This is nuts. That's so good. Yeah. You know what? Because I, because you know, those. Oh, do you remember? Late 90s, maybe early 2000s. Okay. It was when the X-Files was still on. Go because on. Mitch Pelleggi. Whoa! Mitch I, Pelleggi I'm out of my was here, the pal. guy who did the VO, who was like the, uh, the, the masked magician or whatever, who was oh, showing us, like, yeah, these yeah, are how yeah. you do the tricks. And, like, here's the thing. You know, it's under your, the shirt. And it's like a like, little, like, little used shop for your torso. I was like, oh, my God, this stuff is amazing. Because he was on X-Files. He was the FBI. Okay. He was Mulder and Scully reported to him. Sure. Um... It was also on Stargate Atlantis. Okay. Anyways. Man. Um, but uh, well, that, he uh, mentioned that. Stargate, everybody. <laughs> Dr- everybody drink. Everybody drink. <laughs> um, 
But Adam, our resident Stargate apologist. There's nothing to apologize for. That show was amazing. Yeah, that whole and franchise that's why is great. you are our apologist. Uh, but that whole, like, hey, this is the stuff behind the tricks. There's a, there's a whole science and illusions and uh, just showmanship behind how to hide these things and do a thing. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Because that was the first time, at least in my life, was like, okay, so now I know there's a formula behind the stuff. Oh, my God. I need to know this formula. I need to know how they do this. I just need to know. And then now as an adult, it's like, you know what? I don't. Like, I get, like, clearly something, you know, you moved a card, you shuffled, you had to be able to do a thing. Like, there, I know there's a logic and physics behind all this stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. I don't know when you did it. That's neat. Yeah. This is nuts. You know what? Fe- you know, I'm better off not knowing. Well done. Man, this is, this is, this, isn't this fun, everybody? Yeah. I think this disappeared. How do you pull up four aces? I, I don't know. know. This is crazy. When did that switch happen? Who? I don't know. I don't know. If you had to write a magic persona for old Jaybird, what Fantastic would you Andrew! Yay! What would be the vibe? Like, what would be the, how would be the presentation? Uh, you know what? Do you remember the amazing Jonathan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that would actually, yeah. I think the Fantastic. Okay, I think the amazing Jonathan like, helped with the, uh, the, ma- the magic show goes yeah, wrong. Yeah, R.I.P., dude. That's really sad. He, he, died, he died too soon. Uh, but yeah, his, uh, his act is, I think, as far as like being a comedian and a magician, he was like the sweet spot. Yeah. He was the guy. Mm-hmm. I think it would be like it would be like amazing, amazing Jonathan, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be like amazing Jonathan, but like with tigers. Like I want to go, f- I want to go full Siegfried and Roy, man. I want, I want creatures, mostly birds, probably, just beautiful birds. Yeah, man. Oh man, did you see when did you just did you see when Fanta- when when Fantastic Jaybird pulled that ostrich out of that dude's torso? Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Whoa. What a big old bird out of a tiny little man. Now are they How do you do are it? they actually birds or are they your female assistants who you just think look like birds? I think there'd be this layer You're I- a bird, <laughs> D. I think there'd be this layer <laughs> that like maybe like my assistants were the birds and I like kinda like and I you morph them and I morph them as the show goes on between birds and assistants. You know, like wow. the whole time. Like huh. my my sweet my sweet sweet bird ladies. Yeah, man. Yeah, fantastic Jay Bird and his and his menagerie of assistants. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, aviary of assistance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I would be terrible at magic. I think. I just, you know, I kind of wear it all on my sleeve. I think that'd be part of it. You have to be. You have to lean into it. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, be like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an easy read, you guys, and that in using that as my, Distri- yeah, yeah, that's the, my prestige. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I think The Prestige is Christopher Nolan's best movie. I would agree. I think that movie is like I, I, I. You are hard. You are hard pressed to find a flaw in that film. Yeah. From shot comp, from casting, the whole shebang. Story. Yeah. The twist. The hints along the way. There's like, yeah, no, I was. I truly was telling you the entire time what the twist was. Yeah. I told you. I you told you every time. David Bowie to be Nikola Tesla. Yeah. There's. It's. It's all gold. It's all gold in that thing. Yeah. Yeah. You want to just, you want to just quit all this and just like train to be magicians for a couple of years? Too late for us, bud. You know, I, you just gotta, there's gotta believe in yourself, bud. Okay. Yeah. Let's just do it. Screw it. Let's end the podcast right now and just go buy some cards (laughs) and some exotic birds (laughs) and make a go of it. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yep. 
what, Come could, on. what could possibly go wrong? You know, it's fine. What could po- nothing. I could accidentally transform Amanda into, you know, a Scarlet McCall. Sure. Or I could accidentally... And not be able to trans... And not be able to trans... uh, You know... I might actually cut your son in half. All right. What? It could be? Yeah. Wouldn't that be like... Totally. Yeah. That'd be a great trick. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, this is the the mind for comedy that I really love. Yeah, man. What? I'm sorry. You just turned Amanda into a bird. I can't... uh, Yeah, I didn't cut her in half. Use your baby as a prop during... sweet, sweet boy. You wouldn't use your son as a prop? Oh, man. This 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 segment's supposed to bring us together. You cut my son in half. Oops. Oops. Oops to your sons. (laughs) Well, that's been Roll for Convo, everybody. (laughs) My favorite segment. I'm... How dare you pull a Samson on my boy? <laughs> Not Samson, Solomon. There we go. <laughs> Gonna get my big biblical characters right for when we fix that one. <laughs> any day now. Any day now. <laughs> any, any day. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Well, Jay's giving me the energy that it's time to move on to his yeah, next favorite oh, segment. I, what, I, what, what led you to that? Maybe me saying, well, that's been it. It's been fun. All right. So, Pacific Rim Uprising 2. Or Pacific Rim 2, Uprising. Pacific Rim, Uprising. <sighs> uh, before, we get in, before we get into this film, we should probably just have, uh, have our lovely producer, Brian, who is the best producer you can ask for, who also happens to be, you know, just one mistake away from the, from the bread line. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, yeah we're gonna feed him to the kaijus. Yeah, feed him to the... Yep. Feed him. Turn him into a bird. <laughs> keep him in, <laughs> Make him join the aviary. Yes, man. Keep him in, keep him in my menagerie. Yes. One, one, one small step away. But our lovely producer, Brian, why don't you uh, let us know all the fun facts that we need to know about Pacific Uprising 2 in my absolutely most favorite segment. The best segment we do, period, full stop. And roll that B. Beautiful bean fun fact footage. Abracadabra, gentlemen. Poof, producer Brian here. And we're trying to fix the 2018 sequel to Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim Uprising. Directed by Stephen S. DeKnight and written by him, Emily Carmichael, Kira Snyder, and T.S. Nolan. It stars John Boyega, Scott Eastwood, Callie Spaney, Jing Tian, and Charlie Day. This movie cost around $176 million and made 290.9 at the box office. Most of that money came from international release, as it only made $59.6 million in the U.S. Overall, it needed to make $350 million to break even. Here are some fun bean facts about Pacific Rim Uprising. Charlie Hunnam, who starred in the first one, couldn't join this one because of a schedule conflict with his King Arthur movie. Pacific Rim also has an anime TV show on Netflix called Pacific Rim The Black. And if you care, this movie has a 42% on Rotten Tomatoes, while the original has a 72%. Anyway, back to Kaiju, gentlemen. Thanks, Brian. Good job, Brian. Great job, Brian. You way to pilot that Jaeger by yourself for a half second. Yeah, man, way to drift solo, homeboy. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I felt cool for like a millisecond saying that and then it and then the rest of it kind of dropped in and yep. I regret nothing, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't feel it doesn't feel bad. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh <laughs> we're dude, we are so drift compatible right now. We are so drift compatible. This Jaeger's this, this just down and Did they even fine. use that music in this movie? Once. 
incorrectly. Yeah. They oh, used it was it. during the montage when they're getting all the Jaegers back built up. And they were treating them building, putting rocket boosters to get them fast as something we really cared about. We're like, well, you've built rockets. You have this weird rocket technology. We could use that. And everyone's like, yeah, let's go get them. And I'm like, no one cares, dude. I was like, rocket. we've seen rockets before. There's nothing, like, I appreciate that you have found a new uh, energy source, but, like, this is what we've been building to with a montage? No, thank you. No, I'd rather, what? What? Ah, we're probably sending these recruits to certain death. We should probably be training them. A little more, but I went went away. We don't have time for that. But before we get too much further into the show, into the movie, yep, uh, I think it might be a good idea for those of you who have not seen it in a long time. I would understand why. Also, it's not streaming anywhere, which is... It's literally nowhere. It's crazy. It's Uh, it's astounding to me the the way it's not anywhere. The first one's not anywhere either. The first one's not anywhere. It's hilarious to me. That one should be somewhere. It should be somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Jay, why don't you hit us with that plot drop? That's how you do it. I, I like, I, I that just. That was no. Can I just. That was not you enjoying it. <laughs> I, Jay, we are drift buddies. I know. We pilot this Jaeger of get, a, a okay. production company okay. together. I'll I know you, what that laugh is. I'll give you the right, I'll give you the right response. <laughs> give me that. Give okay. me that. Give so me that. Jay, why don't you give us that plot draw? Oh, wow. What's in the plot? It's the plot drop. Doesn't feel good, does it? Doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> I Welcome to the entirety of the Pokemon of the Detective Pikachu episode. Doesn't I made feel you great. cry, sir. I understand, but I you, gave you a gift. yeah, yeah. Don't but you, you under, be coming over even here. Even in the you comments, un- ungrateful. <laughs> even in the comments, they were like, people were like, they were, Adam's really undercutting Jay's energy in a way I didn't enjoy, and I was like, thank you, comment. I appreciate it. Get him. Get him. <laughs> You know, we like to keep our comments positive as much as we can, but sometimes they're calling a spade a spade, and you, sir, how dare you? Plot drop. Okay, <laughs> here comes the boom. <laughs> hey, uh, so we the, we closed the rift, and the Jaeger and the the kaiju stopped coming, uh, but apparently, uh, apparently, like the world has kind of fallen apart for some reason. Literally, that's what they explain. Well, the world's kind of gone to crap. Okay, why? Oh, well, the reasons. Um, And so we have uh, John Boyega is apparently the son of Idris Elba. Yes. That's never, that's just, okay. Um, He is, he's like kind of an outlaw and was in the Jaeger program, but like fell out. And he is, he's a scrapper and an outlaw now. And then he gets, and upon finding a young scrapper girl, who he stole the thing that he was trying to get? They get picked up by the Jaeger and sent back into the Jaeger program in order to stop them from uh, having stop them from getting arrested. Okay, great. Um, the Jaeger program is like kind of on the outs because they don't really need them anymore. The kaiju's are gone, man. The kaiju's are gone. We're no. not really sure what we're doing with this, but we're still training people on how to use them. They're kind of being used as a police force. What? Because apparently the, we're in a post-apocalyptic situation because reasons. Um, they bring up the fact that there's the what are they called? The progenitors. Uh, the pro yes uh, it was the oh i have it written down precursors the precursors i think that's it. progenitors precursors they're all the same thing a race this is alien came, yeah. force that like they mention for a millisecond in the first one and becomes a huge part of the second movie because reasons 
um, apparently they're moving from the, the, the Jaeger program to a drone system that has been brought by another, um, another rival robotics company. They're from the people that make the Jaegers, uh, that Charlie day works for, um, and he's trying to get these drones online and approved by the government. Um, apparently, uh, once, uh, they're going to make this deal. They get attacked by a rogue Jaeger, which, and the rogue Jaeger takes out, uh, the gypsy Avenger, um, which it's, are, are we not supposed to say that word anymore? Gypsy? Yeah. Oh, they, 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 they name that character that, and they spell it differently, oh. but I'm like, Hey, I don't think we're supposed to say that. Anymore. I think in certain contexts, we're not supposed to say that anymore. Right. It just feels. It felt weird the whole time because I kept saying it, and I was like, "I don't. That doesn't. Oh, I don't think we're supposed to. I don't know. Maybe that's. I don't know. Um, uh, but okay. So they fight. Uh, long story short, uh, the one character from the first movie that was decided to be in this movie gets murdered in a helicopter crash in that fight. Well, we got to give people a reason why they they're angry with the uh, contractors. Yeah, the military contractors. Yeah. They, they got to like, they're like, we need these drones to fight these rogue Jaegers, even though we don't know where the rogue Jaegers are from. Mm, um, mystery. Yeah. Mm. So basically, the, the, uh, we come to find out eventually, uh, the, uh, the Jaeger pilots go and investigate this rogue Jaeger, and they find a lab that is apparently like owned by the company that is making the drones. And we, uh, when they defeat that rogue uh, Jaeger, they pull it out and realize there is kaiju brain inside of of the Jaeger. Oh my oh god! Oh my gosh! Oh yeah. God. Oh so the no. drones get oh approved. Uh, the drones go through, but we find out that someone has put kaiju DNA inside of all the drones, and so the kaiju's. Uh, take over the drone bodies and use those drone bodies to attack and destroy all the Jaegers and also begin opening a rift. They're like, it's like a, they morph. Yes. They Pretty embrace them. Yeah. They're biological ramifications of the morphing grid. These Kaijus. Um, so the Kaijus come out and attack, but the Jaegers are all destroyed. So they montage fixing them and putting on rocket boosters that they're also impressed by, uh, come to find out that Charlie day is, has been influenced by, uh, the kaiju brain he has in his house, and you never got off the the kaiju brain from the first movie. Yeah, he's, he's being influenced hits, yeah. by the precursors, mm-hmm. and so he is letting the kaiju's through so they can take over. Um, and then big kaiju comes, well, three of them, and then the the Jaeger show up to fight them because they're trying to eat Mount Fuji. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> that's that's right. literally what the kaiju's oh, trying to do. That's right. kaiju's trying to eat Mount Fuji. Yeah. Um, Ugh. And uh, uh, they morph together, and uh, the 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 Jaegers win. John Boyega drops he like space drops a Jaeger into the thing and murders it, mm-hmm. and that's the end of the movie. That's literally it. Yeah, I mean, there's more, but no, it's really mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, <sighs> yeah. Um, I think the best way of talking about this movie. Is quickly going back. No, that's been pop, 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 oh, right. That's how you do it, man. Oh Guess wow, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> man, we're we're kind of <laughs> we're, we're kind of we're really, a little snippy. We're, we're getting a little spicy we're today spicy. with each other. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why. I'm actually <laughs> like I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with you today, but part of me just wants to like 
nymph patch. You want to just kind of poke me a little bit? Yeah, I guess yeah. so, yeah. This is where the magic comes from, you know? Uh, I think we just need to, like, what was so good about Pacific Rim 1 that they clearly didn't do in Pacific Rim 2? Um, they, they just did the thing in the first one. Yeah. They gave us just enough to care about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they gave us cool robots and cool monsters, and then they let them fight. Mm-hmm. That's that's real. I mean, that sounds oversimplistic, but that's it. Well, I wrote. A, I made a couple notes because I hit me. This is okay. D- so you're right. The music. The music was really good, right? Yeah. The, yeah. They used it throughout the first movie, and they only used it for that montage. If I'm being one. honest with you, I thought the music was fine. Everyone's like, "Man, the theme," and I was like, "I don't actually care about it. I don't." But it did like, but it did subconsciously help those fight scenes. Yeah, and it did feel good, iconic. A, it yes. felt like it, it was, was like they good, nailed the vibe, mm-hmm. it, the vibe, exactly. Yes. So it was also a very You're simple story. Me you saw the vibe. I here? felt the vibe with this one. Oh my god! I know that's a big deal. I know. And thematically, in this movie, everyone was on the same trajectory. Yes. Everyone's trying to. Every, every the world is down. Yeah. The Jaeger program is down. Our main characters are down. Everyone is trying to build back up. Against the clock, yes. to be able to take out these these kaiju. Yeah, everyone, it's it's down, it's bad for everybody, and like everyone's moving in the same direction. The sequel, no one's moving it. Barely anyone's moving in the same direction, or yeah. we don't spend enough time to realize what direction we're all moving in because the bad guy in the second one is corporate espionage, yeah, not kaiju. Yeah, which is this movie's supposed to be about kaiju, and it's about like military contractors. Yeah, the pig. The best and the other good thing about the first movie was that um, all the character growth yeah. built towards them being able to use the Jaeger better. Yes, because our main character's brother died in that first opening scene, and that was literally in his head the entire time. Yeah, so him able because it's in the system. Yes, yeah, it's good. So him able to overcome his own personal issues to uh, be able to drift with Mako. Yeah, and like come to terms with it allowed them to be like oh finally the power up we needed to now we can finally drift together the same thing like it all worked towards the end of battle and now we're finally working as a team i'm over my issues here we go we're, we're a family of kaiju fighters this is great here we go there's none of that in the second one yeah none of those things are together at all in the in the second movie and it's just because the tone in the first one is way more serious yeah there's some jokes and there's some levity but like, no man, like the world's at the brink. Like we're in trouble. So many people are dying. We are the last line of defense. If we fail, we are doomed. Okay, we gotta take it seriously. And the second one's it's goofy. Yeah. It's just not and it's also it's overcomplicated by half. And also we don't get an actual kaiju until the third act. Yeah. I think like the it it's so interesting. I don't and it's so it's so visceral and simple, but like when the bad Jaeger shows up and they have to fight it, my like gut and like my lizard brain goes, no, no, the robots don't fight the robots. I don't want robot fights. I want robot monster fight. That's not, I show. This isn't real steel. I can watch that movie. That's a good yeah, movie. Yeah. I, but this I, is not rock'em sock'em robots. This is this is robots versus monsters. Mm-hmm. Please and thank you. I don't want this. And also, I don't. I don't fundamentally understand the world that they gave us, and I think that's where I immediately just like can't take this movie seriously at all. 
they explain that society has fallen apart, and then every indication of society that we see after that looks completely functional. Oh yeah, the big the, the like final, everything's yeah. falling apart, and I was like, there's still skyscrapers, and then people working on them being like, oh my god, and I'm like. Why would they? Dad, did you see the building the military contractors no, working? Like that's yeah, yeah that's the, state of the art. The everything's great here. I'm so sorry, but like if we're in a post-apocalyptic situation, no one no one works in re- human resources. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just like <laughs> that's it, what it you was, know, there's the apocalypse. Yeah, 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 <laughs> the yeah, HR yeah. department's gone. We yeah, don't have like, Who's who's in these big? Why why do skyscrapers still exist? Then you're te- what? These all look fresh and clean, and but also what city are they fighting in? I think it was Tokyo, wasn't it? Oh, I guess it was. Yeah, they're going to Mount Fuji. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is that where Mount Fuji? I don't even know. They don't even. Why does it need to? <sighs> yeah, there's some really good ideas in the movie. Yes, yes, and the here's the thing: the robot monster fights, pretty dope. Sure. When the guns move around the body on that one, I was like. <laughs> Sure. Ooh. Yeah. And that's and that's why I show up to it. I I want to feel the whole time while watching a movie like this, just like <laughs> Can you believe Whoa. we're doing that? That was neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not Shakespeare. I just want to eat popcorn and have a great time. And this is just like there's also so many characters that just don't matter. That don't matter. Well, they are training kids. Yeah. Which could the, be in, the, if they just focused a, just on that, that could be interesting. Well, if we they, Ender's game this thing, they did. In did you ever watch? Um, what if was you're it? about to tell me another source material, no, no, I'm no, not no, gonna... no, 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 no. There was a there was a Netflix series. Oh, it was it was uh, the Pacific Rim? Uh, like I did not watch that. No, the answer is a, is a fast dude, no. Dude, watch it. I know. I'm sure it's probably it's, great. It's really good. But I shouldn't have to watch another show to no, like no, no, your no. movie. This has nothing to do with the movie. Okay. Absolutely nothing. It's just, it's the idea of like, oh, kids piling a Jaeger, done right. Okay. Whereas this movie is like, hey, we got a bunch of, you know, older teens doing all this kind of like, hey, you know what? You've just lessened everything in this movie because it, I'm not taking this seriously because they got a bunch of teenagers doing this stuff. Yeah. That's not, why are the, we're the adults. Yeah. We're, we're the, the, where's, this isn't, this is only, why? <sighs> yeah. Because I don't, you don't, you didn't spend any time with these characters. We don't know anything about them. Yeah. And now they're in fights. And we're supposed to care about them? I don't. Yeah. So, like, we didn't even spend enough time with our main characters to, like, really care. Yeah. So, like, um, yeah. What? Why'd you, why'd you make it kids? Why'd you make yeah, it I don't kids? know. I just, I, this movie just, they, I don't. At any point, they also didn't really have any of the characters really from the first movie, except for Charlie Day, the guy from um, Torchwood. Mm-hmm. This is and, how I refer to him as, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the actor's name, but I'm just like, oh, Torchwood guy. Mm-hmm. And what's her, and the guy, the the lady who plays Mako mm-hmm. or Mako. I don't know. I pronounce it Mako, but I think I'd be wrong. Um, but they also kill her out pretty quick, and I was yep. like, "Well, that that's that is the power of a good agent, ladies and gentlemen. They got her out of this thing yeah. quickly." I also, also, they didn't necessarily like flush out the characters enough in the first one for me to actually care about her in the second one, to a degree that was like we, the, the only people we need to really care about in the first one was uh, Mako and Raleigh. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And we spent the most time with them because we needed them to figure out their stuff so they could drift together. 
Yeah. And they couldn't. And this movie, it seems like everyone's drifting with everybody. Yeah. Like, everyone had maybe some of their own issues in the drift, but like, for the most part, like, everyone's compatible with everybody. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to who's compatible with who. Just like, oh no, just, just throw people in. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Where that was like the central theme of the first one. We needed somebody who could actually sync up with each other. That's why brothers were doing it together. Fathers and sons were doing it together. Like, it was a big deal. Even so, like, even if we didn't have the characterizations of, like, the Russians. Yeah. Of, but, like, when they get murdered in the second act that during that fight, you're like, oh, that's a family that's just gone. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that's that's horrible. But we had enough information to actually, you know, care a little bit to, when to they start dying. Dip in, to dip in enough to be like, oh, no. Yes. That's And that's all you need. Yes. Because it's just giant robots fighting. But in this one, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't have. They, they didn't, tried to they, make it more personal. With, like, the drift stuff with Scrapper Girl. Mm-hmm. But, like, it just didn't quite... Also... Yeah. Also, her flashback was so lame. When, like, the like the boardwalk crashes and the dad's like, jump! But I'm like, that's a 20-foot jump. That girl is nine. She ain't making that. Why are you saying jump? You should say, run. Stay there. We'll come get... Or just, I don't know, hope... You, you know how to swim, right? <laughs> I don't know. No, and her story was this is Mako's story all over again. Like, oh, my parents got smashed. And I was like, like that's uh, that crouch. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, it seems like a lot of people got the smash. A lot of people got crunched, Jay. I, 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 which is, I can understand that, like, society kind of collapsed because the infrastructure was destroyed by kaiju. But, like, show me the ramifications of that. Expand this world, please. Also, like, it being post-apocalyptic does not play into what you're trying to make happen. It doesn't. It doesn't track. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah, tonally, every there was no there was no central theme to this movie. The the the, the tone was all wrong compared to the first one. Yeah, the casting was. I mean, I mean, they, they just the script was bad because it yeah. just focused on kids doing a thing. Like, this but does, the robot fights were pretty baller, man. The robot fights were they all right. They could have been better though. But also, it was like. When, when he was, like, pulling the skyscrapers on top of the, the kaiju, I was like, why are they, I just, uh, how how are there these buildings still here? Yeah. I don't why get it. Why is any city around the rim of the Pacific right now? They yeah. should all be abandoned. Oh, but I want a man, do I want to go eat Mount Fuji? Yum, yum. Mm, get, get it, me get in it in me. Is Mount Fuji a volcano? Tecti- apparently, possibly, technically. Did they just make that up? Is mm. that actually true? I think it, I think so. That makes Mount maybe, Fuji way cooler. Might be dormant. I gotta know that. Do you want me to type it up? Yeah, type it up. I want to know if Mount Fuji is actually a volcano. Mount, oops, Mount. Because that makes Mount Fuji way cooler. Okay. And Mount Fuji is already pretty cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, as far as mounts go, pretty good. Pretty, pretty iconic. Is Mount Fuji still an active volcano? Oh, it's got a, apparently several overlapping uh, volcanoes. That makes Mount Fuji so... I understand why they wanted to eat it now. It sounds so tasty. Yum, yum. Get it in me. Look, if you're that big, magma's probably delicious. Especially if it's got all the good oh, metals. Well, it's still active, though. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, Fuji's baller. Okay. It, but the last time, apparently, the last time it erupted was about 300 years ago. Interesting. In 1707. Okay. Get after it, Mount Fuji. <laughs> Get you some, Mount yeah, Fuji. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hop on that motorcycle. Get out of here. Pick up Helen. She'll hop on back. <laughs> I, I don't know you. why I'm personifying oh, volcanoes yeah. over here. Yeah, man. Meet meet up with the Vesuvius and have at thee. Let's party. Mm-hmm. All right. So Pacific Rim uprising. What a what a stinker. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big letdown. 
It's really a huge letdown because of all the movies we've ever done, like I, I think, yeah, disappointment is like the biggest because the first one was such a is was such a surprise, yeah, and such a just a, what a pleasant delight. What a like we don't get movies like that very often anymore. Like really just don't. good popcorn flicks. Mm-hmm. Like it was a perfect like summer blockbuster. I'm gonna. I just I am looking to sit in the air conditioning because it's a hundred degrees out. Have a nice time. I'm not going to really think that much about this movie after yeah. that. And that's fine. That's fine. Like, it's nice to... It was, like, good to see, like, this is, this is like, the best way to make... This is high artistry for maybe a lower, uh, a lower form of entertainment. Sure. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Which is a refreshing thing to see. Yeah. And then the second one could have just been more of the same with funner robots and cooler monsters... They just uh, had nope. Like man, that there's that cute girl that like is kind of maybe into John Boyega, and she has like four lines, and it's like, oh man, they cut her out of this thing. It's like, why is she here? And then like suddenly she's helping from the computer, and I'm like, this character is unnecessary. Yep. They like, uh, why did they give her a name? Why is she in it? I don't, dude. The first movie was so cool. We had the lady do the, the from Portal do the voiceover for the the computer, which was oh, awesome. Oh yeah, that was good. And the music and the action was great. And then this one, they just didn't do any of that, and it just no. felt wrong. No, just those robot fights didn't feel as cool. No, because you, we had to slog through a bunch of stuff to get them. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, this is it. The character interactions in the first one were not a slog. No, they were them like but they, they were, were also they were actually nappy. They were also like going towards a goal of we need to become better pilots. Yeah, we this, are driving the, this. Everything we are doing is driving the plot forward. Yeah, the clock a, is ticking. We got to figure this out. A lot of this was like for character development that didn't end up mattering in the end. Nope, at all. Nope. And then like that random. I, I feel also there is like there are some people in this movie that I was like they're famous in another country. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yes. Ah. I was yeah. like, they'd be like, this person. I'm like, I don't know who that is. But another I'm market sorry. probably does. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was another, yeah, another market is loving this. I don't care. And also, when people, I will say, the one thing about the Jaeger, the, the concept of Jaegers is that when they needed to find a better way for the people to run while inside of the Jaeger thing. Right. Because when they run inside of that, they look dorky as hell. With the, like, the, the clamps on They're the- like, they're running like they're running like they're running like Ezra's Flash in a way that is a little. <laughs> they look like they're ice skating through like sure. through trifle, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm not having it. Not having it. Fair. We should probably fix this. We thing, should. Huh? We should get to the fixes. Yeah, you're going first. I am going first. You're going first. Fix it. Okay. Um. This is just. Right down the pipe, guys. This is going to be nice and easy. I think these are going to be our fastest fixes because it's like, it's just, it, we uh, just give me something simple and fun. These movies need to be simple and fun. Yeah. I, we if can, my fix is longer than 10 minutes, I'll be shocked. We need to just expand, you know, expand the universe a little bit with a couple of story ideas. But for yeah. the most part, we just need to get robots fighting kaiju. Yes. As fast as possible. As fast as And possible. as frequently as possible. Yeah. So... Here we go. Um, Jake is the same, still John Boyega, uh, but it's clear he didn't want to join. He didn't want to continue in the Jaeger Corps because he felt yeah. like he couldn't live up to his dad's legacy. Like we get that because that took like a while in the movie. I think, I think like an hour or something like that before he actually said what was going on, like why he left. Yeah. This time it's just we do it at the beginning. I am 
uh, Idris Elba's son. I got I left because I didn't want to be under his shadow because he was just so awesome and amazing because he is. I just couldn't do it. I didn't want to do it. So I'm doing this other thing. I'm scrapping for parts. Uh, Amara is is also the same. She's also uh, she's also scrapping. She's getting making her own. Uh, she's a scrapper girl, right? Yeah, she's a scrapper girl. Okay, but Amara time, was her name. Amara, yeah. Right. But also, she's ten years older. Okay. She, everyone here is an adult yeah, or a young adult. Yeah, she's not 12. No, she's not 12. She's the same age as John Boyega because they're dating. Like, that's... Oh, okay. They are in a relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, but they both, like, are, you know, coming from two different worlds of, like, him and the Jaeger program. That Her, being said, I like the actress that played that character, though. Nothing against the actress. She did a she fine job. She was great. Yeah, she I was great. I liked her a lot. She was great. Just the part was written not fantastic. No. But this... She's 10 years older. They are the same age. Jump. They are. They are. <laughs> what are you dating. talking about, Dad? You're an idiot, Dad. <laughs> Get crunched, Dad. Get, yeah, man. Ugh. So this time it's only Maybe the fi- precursors are right. Oh, oh, wow. I know. It's only five years after the events of the first movie. Okay. Because there was a, a decent time jump in the second yeah. one. Right? There's like twenty years or something like that. Yeah, no, no. Uh... Only five years. Earth is still rebuilding. It's we're still and we're still on the edge of everything. Yeah. No one knows if the kaiju are coming back. Yeah. There's no like uh, everything's fine. We don't need to worry about Jaegers anymore. Like no no no. We yeah we closed the we gate. We closed but the like, gate. But we like, don't even know how that one got opened. So yeah we're oh. still like we yeah. gotta operate on the the guys that like hey they could come back at any moment. We are lucky we've had this much yeah, time. Them pretending like they had won was hilarious to me. I was like guys this could. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so we start the same basic way with an underground Jaeger fight, and uh, underground Jaeger fight, and uh, um, you know, and, and John and Amara, or I'm sorry, Jack, Jake and Amara, you know, are stealing parts and stuff like that. Um, Amara has a rival, uh, and it's a good fight because Amara's the one piloting, um, and it's a good fight. And uh, after a while, after you know, right, right before like Amara's about to win, uh, the actual Jaeger Corps shows up to break it up. Yeah, and they arrest uh, Jake and Mara again, uh, just like in the normal movie. Oh, because they were looking for Our Jake. Our fix is kind of similar. Because they're looking for Jake. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Mako and Riley bring Jake and Amara back to their base, and also Ron Perlman, who is in the sequel, right? Ron Perlman's in this. Where is he in the sequel? He's one of the guys who was a black market dealer of. That's right. That's right. Of kaiju parts. Yes. Yeah. He goes up to Amara's rival and has a business opportunity for her. Okay. But we don't see what that is. All right. Um, so basically, Jake and Amara are pitched a Top Gun situation yeah. between uh, Mako and Riley, who were the only pilots left after the first movie. And so they're tasked with recruiting a bunch and training the, me- you know, the next generation of the best of the best. So there's also another military contractor out there who yeah. is also trying to take this opportunity to be like, well, now that we have peacetime for a moment, like this is an opportunity to cash in. Yeah. And we could do the ones, we could make all this money. Do it, making Jaegers training pilots to be the world's uh, you know safety net. Yeah, if the Kaiju's ever come back. Okay, so Mako and Riley are like, no, 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 we're in the Jaeger Corps. We're like, we're trying to keep this. You know, if the country's involved, it's like, no, no, this is an opposite business trying to be like. Rah, rah, rah. So you know, the same little bench tensions there, but like, it's sure. just we're doing Top Gun style over here. We're trying to train the best of the best for altru- altruistic reasons, and they're trying to make doing it somewhere else and trying to do it for money. Yeah. Okay. But. Same I'm into it. Basic. We're still. Everyone's trying to protect the planet. We're trying to do it because it's the right thing to do. They're trying to make money off of it. Yeah, we're trying to do it because it's the quickest way to get rich. Yes, basically. And all. By the way, this all takes place in ten minutes. Yeah. This is all just just the setup. Let's go. We gotta go. Uh, so uh, Jake and Amara reluctantly join, um, but Jake won't do it without Amara. So uh, Riley mentions that they have to hurry because they don't uh, they don't know when the kaiju are coming back. 
And we they, we are on borrowed time right now. Yeah. And after he says that, we flash down to the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, and we see just a small little crack forming. Because that never happened in this movie until, like, the third act. Yeah. So, like, we didn't know that there was menace anywhere. No, no, menace. Immediately, yeah. hey, they're coming back. Uh-huh. So, act two, we meet the other pilots, and they're all adults. Everyone here is a young adult somewhere in their 20s, and... Because it's the military. Yes. And we're going to do the big... We're just... And if you're... And if you're... If you are conscripting kids, you need to explain to me why that's necessary. Yeah. Because it's weird. Mm-hmm. If you don't. And this movie did not do that. Mm-hmm. We're all children. Why? Because... Uh, <sighs> Because that you you read Ender's Game that was pretty cool. Right? That was pretty cool, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah that's, down, right? That, that's pretty cool. Right? Cool. Okay. Yeah, um, man. No one from the first movie wanted to come back, so that we're the, we're the cheapest option. That's uh, what really happened. <laughs> I mean, let's be let's be real. Yeah. So we're gonna do Top Gun. Uh, ba- we're just doing, we're just doing Top Gun with Jaegers, and we're gonna get the same characterization of these other pilots like we did in Top Gun. Okay. Like we knew who the other pilots were in Mav and Goose's unit. Yeah. But like. Yeah, we knew Iceman decently well. And we knew a couple of the other ones decently well. But we didn't know all of them. The same basics thing. Now, we're going to know a few of them decently well. Some of them, we're just going to know their names and their faces. Yeah. like that. The same basic stuff. Um, but once we get uh, to them, like, sorting out, everyone kind of meets each other. We kind of get, the, you know, the, hey, this is what's going on. We got to figure out how to, uh, you know, man these Jaegers. We got some new Jaegers, blah, 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 blah. They get do the whole presentation. Uh, and then Jake and Amar are going to be piloting Stacker's Vengeance. Yeah. So, because they rebuilt it. And it was his dad's Jaeger, so, like, he's probably the best one, too, because his dad was in it, so, like, he should do it. Yeah. And so Jake's all like, I don't want to be in my dad's shadow, but, like, I don't want to use his Jaeger, but yeah. I guess I kind of have to. Blah, blah, blah. So now we're going to just see, we're going to do, like, Top Gun, we're going to do, like, a bunch of training montages of, like, we're going to see a bunch of uh, Jaeger and Kaiju fights now, but they're all Sims. But we're going to see the fights. Yeah. We're going to see the fights, but, like, it's all Sim stuff. But doesn't, so... We can just go crazy because we see these guys training and it's good because they really need to train because uh, while they're training, uh, Jake and Amara are going to you know, be drifting together and we're going to you know, start using the drift as like dealing with pe- their emotions and their issues and stuff like that about Jake not you know feeling like not up to the task of being his father's shadow, things of that nature, like his father didn't love him, things like that because he has beef with Mako because like Mako was kind of like his stepsister, all sorts of stuff. He's dealing with it. While they're training, but all of a sudden, as they're training, they get a breach. They get a detect a breach, and everyone starts freaking out, and they scramble the Jaegers because, like, hey, we are okay at this, but we're not entirely ready. Uh, but it turns out the breach that they, they discovered. Which is fine when they're, like, adults, and I'm like, no, they're just dealing with their nerves. They're not unprepared children. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just dealing with just dealing with like adult issues about how to be able to no, sync with Top another Gun adult. No, I think is the perfect foil for this. But it just needs to be yeah. Top Gun. Yeah. Um, so they detected a breach. They scramble the Jaegers, and it turns out this breach was human-made, and it was the military contractors that were doing it. Because they want kaiju parts. Yeah. Yeah. Because they will want to go to where the precursors are and strike first. I want to be where precursors are. And they want their technology. We want their brains. Those giant kaiju brains. This is where we reintroduce Charlie Day into the movie. Oh, okay. He's working for the contractors. R- riding a Jaeger and <laughs> walking on, what's the word? Feet. <laughs> 
Running real weird with my best friend. Our brains are linked to the end. Don't go crazy. You will be a precursor. Don't sue us, Disney. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Day is not mind controlled. Okay. In this movie, he just wants. He's like he jacked into the you know drifted into a kaiju brain. Yeah, I was like, man. oh, well, I need to know more about this. We've only just scratched the surface of yeah. what's going on there. Uh-huh. We need to know more, and I, that is driving me towards going going to there. Yeah, I want to go to there. So he's helping the kite tractors because that's their plan. Yeah. Um. Our but our Torchwood guy is on Team Jaeger's side. Um, so the Jaegers fight each other as the breach opens up, uh, and the squad of uh, controlled uh, controlled um, Jaegers enter the breach. It's uh, so our Jaegers. So basically, our Jaegers show up just as the contractors' Jaegers jump into the breach. Yeah, and like what the heck's going on? Oh uh, wait, you're provoking this. Why are you what? Uh, but they are their ambush is uh, unfortunately doesn't work out because. The precursors, although not mind-controlling Charlie Day, are able to see through his brain because he okay. did link with them. Yes. So they did know that it was coming. So they're spying. They were spying on him. Gotcha. So they saw the attack coming. The military contractors uh, get wiped out. Oh, no. And then... Um, yeah, but greed, the, hubris. And now the precursors have an opportunity to go through the tunnel that the contractors made. Oh. So now we get Kaiju... And now the, our 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 main characters actually get to fight real kaiju's going uh, for the for the first time for real uh, and awesome kaiju Jaeger fight oh my god tricks and trades and thing people are you know pulling off things that we saw in the montage or from earlier from training like they're actually doing it now for real oh yeah. my god it's so cool and then better down better down and people are doing stuff and the the, the pilot the the voice actress who's we still got her, we got her back we paid her more money she's back she's saying all the things it's it's really cool uh thankfully the kaiju are defeated and the breach is able to be closed uh but unfortunately, or you know, the breach is not closed. But the, pre- the kaiju's are defeated, and everyone's like, everyone's really angry at each other. Yeah. Uh, and just as they're bickering and back and forth, another uh, breach opens. But this time, it's in the Atlantic. Oh, okay. That's on the other side of the world. Oh no. And they're just getting sensors, even though like they can, they can kind of read, like, wait a second, this is a big breach, something massive. Is coming and all of our defenses are here. There is nothing protecting the Atlantic. Okay. Uh, what do we do? So everyone starts freaking out. And then Charlie Day has this great idea. He's like, okay, well, yes. Okay, I'm really sorry. Precursors were spiraling through my, bri- my brain. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I really, but here's the thing. With the breaches open now, I can spy on them. And I've figured something out. Where they're opening the breach is the same place in Precursor World. And where it's, you know, because one's opening here in the Pacific, right? So they're like interdimensional beings. Is Basically, that what we're yeah, I, to I, I think they're, yeah, I think they're interdimensional beings. Okay. So Charlie Day realizes that they're opening their breaches between the Pacific and the Atlantic are in the same physical location in Precursor World. Okay. So if we send our Jaegers... Uh, that Charlie Day was able to outfit because remember they needed to like 
uh, use a dead kaiju body to go through the breach. Yes. He was able to, because it's been five years, make armor and stuff with enough kaiju stuff to be able to travel. If Into we, precursor territory. Right. If we oh, go... We bring the fight to them. Yes. If we go through our breach in the Pacific down into precursor world, right? Yeah. Then we can travel then, because it's, it's the same place, and then travel up the Atlantic Bridge to get over. So we can cool. travel to the other side of the world That's just awesome. by traveling through the breaches. Yes, 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 And yes, also yes, we yes, can yes, take yes. the fight to them. They're planeswalkers now. Yeah. Yes. I love it. So, okay... Mar- and we get to see that world, which is cool as hell. Yes. Yeah. So like, they, everyone scrambles like, okay, here's the thing. And Amara's like rival shows up because she's now able to help out. So she's, but she's going to be in one of the because comp- on the company's yes. uh, Jaegers. So they're going to, you know, they can like, burr, 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 burr. Uh, so everyone's get their, getting their moments. Like, okay, so here's the plan. Yeah. We don't have a lot of time. Something huge is coming in the Atlantic and London's about to get wrecked. We need to go. So everyone's like, everyone finally gets on the same page here. I was like, okay, great. So our, the, our main cr- cast and crew, uh, Amara's rival, who's you know the the, the few remaining uh, business companies, uh, Jaegers. Everyone jumps into the breach. Everyone goes down. We get down there. We get to see what's going on here real quick. Unlike the first move, just like what yeah. is that gypsy danger in the background? Oh, no, we actually get to like what is. We just get a sense, a general sense. We can explore this in later films or whatever. But it's a general like, oh, there's something. Okay, this is nuts. Everyone else heads to the Atlantic Bridge, back up to the Atlantic, but Gypsy stays behind to close the breach to the Pacific. Yeah. And the plan was they're going to, they're going to close the breach to the Atlantic and then, but get out before it closes. Cause they needed to leave somebody behind and make yeah. it when Raleigh already did it once, even though they nuked it like, and they lost their Jaeger. I was like, no, no, no. I think we can do it this time. If we do X, Y, and Z story reasons. Yes. And I'll, we will come up. So everyone travels up, you know, they fight a little bit and they're able to travel up the Atlantic uh, breach to get to the, to fight this massively huge ass giant Jaeger is about to take on London yeah. and Gypsy stays behind. But as everyone's going up to the breach to uh, take on the monster, uh, the radio gets cuts out because it sounds like Gypsy might have gotten overwhelmed. Okay, because they had to fight a little bit through the yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some minor, some like minor mini bosses or whatever in, in in precursor world. Absolutely. So they get up to the Atlantic, like okay, they get out of the breach and like oh, it's about to attack London, and they're able to you know get there and like there's like five Jaegers with our main cast and Amara's like uh, rival and stuff, and everybody's fighting. The, the Jake and Amara finally get the sync right because you know this is the moment we've all been leading towards this. Yeah. Oh, they gets over his issues. They find out they really love each other. Like they got over the trauma. Oh, the superpower we needed. Ah, better day. And then. So everyone fights the thing, and all of a sudden, like, it's like oh, it's a it's a big ass kaiju, and like everyone's getting knocked down because you know this battle's got to have ebbs and flows, and like at a giant ebb, like oh no, all the all the Jaegers are down. Everyone's trying to figure out their stuff. London's, you know, the Big Ben's already down. The, the, the Atlantic wasn't ready for this. Everyone's like everyone's fleeing London. Oh no! And all of a sudden, Gypsy Danger is able to crawl out of the breach and oh, come cool. through the thing. Like, ah, oh, we're, we're still here. Yeah, <laughs> they do that the big blast, which gives everyone time to rally, and then uh, Vengeance gets to stand up, and Jake and Amara get the kill shot, and like everybody's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, we did it! Ah, Jaegers! Woo!" And that's it. That's it. That's all it needs that's, to be. That's it. That's dope. So like, the war just started. Yeah. Like we can now both attack each other. Yes. Okay. In we the third need- movie, we take the, we're taking the fight to them. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes, yes, yes. We need to no military con. No, no, guys, this is not over. This is we all need humanity needs yep. to get on the same page. Yep. We need to unify. This is not over yet. The whole planet is under attack by extra dimensional aliens that are sending monsters. Yeah. Clearly, this isn't over. Yeah, we gotta. Yeah, and they're not gonna stop unless we stop them. I love that. Easy. Easy. Just copy all the things from the first one, expand it slightly, expand the, the, yep. the, the conflicts just a little bit, play that music but a lot. And then build towards, yeah, build towards a, a, fi- a finale. Yeah. yeah. We go fight them. Yes, absolutely. We, the, in the third movie, like, we're the kaijus. Yeah, man. We're the kaijus now. I'm the kaiju now. Okay, my fix. Okay. My Pacific Rim 2. Mm-hmm. It opens on the la- like the 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 final one of the final sequences in Pacific Rim One of Gypsy Danger falling through the rift mm-hmm. and all and them jettisoning and blowing up like uh, right the like the blowing up the gate and like whatever's going on like precursor mm-hmm. wise down there. Um, it kind of like uh, we see that like that we see that happen and then we realize that it's like kind of like a recreation of that moment. Um, from like a precursor, like you know, hollow screen. Oh, and then okay, we see, cool. When we see pre- like, and then the shot pans out to like precursors who are using their all of their like high tech technology to kind of like uh, reverse engineer that moment. Uh huh. And then you see like alien technology, like picking all the pieces of Gypsy Danger up. And like reconstructing the Jaeger together, Ooh. like clearly, like the area has like been completely destroyed. Sure, and the, of course. The, then the rift is closed. Right. But like they are, they are learning about our tech through like reconstructing all the like exploded parts pieces of Gypsy of Danger Gypsy was Danger. still there. Um, and then we cut to um, kind of it. an exposition of what's co- what's become of humanity since. The, the events of the first film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have seen huge jumps through all the kaiju parts that we have, huge jumps in biotech, mm-hmm. and also huge jumps in regular tech because, like, the Jaeger technology has kind of, like, started to get out there. Sure. People realize its importance. Yeah. Um, w- instead of humanity having fallen apart, Humanity is like thriving, starting to come together a little bit. Like, we defeated the, mo- like, we won in the first movie. Yeah. So we should be doing great. You know what I mean? It's like n- having to rebuild and everything. That's also con- that's also employment. You know what I mean? Like economies would be doing very well. It would be a good place. The earth would be a great place to live because it's safe now. Um, so the Jaeger program is is in full swing. Uh, they are like fully prepped. They're like we won, but like we are like we are doing research every day to make us better in case they they ever yeah. come back. Um. But one thing that has uh, come through the pr- proliferation of uh, of Jaegerdom, we cut to. I'm still having John Boyega in this sure, movie. Sure, yeah. Um, we get a. Uh, there is a been a proliferation uh, in Australia um, because there's enough space in the middle of Australia for this there to is. happen. There, yep. there, and the Australian government has kind of like sort of signed off on it. The world writ large is not really feeling great about it, but there has been, uh, a kind of a, a, a pseudo underground Jaeger fighting league. Sure. And like a lot jocks. of these Jaegers are, we get, we get to see like a lot of, 
cool and weird Jaegers and the weird pilots that they have. Sure. Uh, and um, John Boyega has been making his way up the ranks. Made his way. Uh, and uh, they, they, they're they like, oh, whatever whatever his character name was. I can't even Jake. Remember. Jake. Sure. Sure. His name's Jake. Um, he, he, his character and his Jaeger partner, partner X, they don't, nobody knows who his partner is. Partner and X. we find through, and we get the exposition over like a Jaeger, his, uh, like his Jaeger, but like these Jaegers are like kind of, they're clearly like a little bit more homemade. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, it, it's a little bit, um, it's not quite as high tech, but oh, like, yeah. um, and it's him in a, like an underground, uh, Jaeger fight. Uh, and him inevitably winning, and we find out it towards the end of the exposition uh, that uh, Drifter X, his like his partner, uh, we realize is it is a facsimile of of uh, it is like an AI of himself that he's drifting with, and we find what? out from his from his tech person Amara was her name right yes where she's like his his. Uh, engineer after the after he won the fight like and he's like not doing well and she's like you need to you need to find a drift partner you can't keep drifting with this ai of yourself like you're tearing yourself apart and he's and he's like after after everything i've been through with these things he was like i'm a hell of a pilot but i can't like i haven't been able to drift with anyone's uh uh, since I left the program, you know that like, and he's like really mad about it. Like clearly he's self-medicating with drinking and stuff like that. That's good, dude. Um, and we eventually find out that like, he's kind of in a bad way, uh, financially. He, like he's, some stuff has gone sideways. And so he gets approached, um, uh, he gets approached by some unsavory characters. That's like, this is the fight you're going to take. And he looks at the thing and he's like, what the hell? I'm not, uh, no, I'm not doing this. This is, this is, this is, I don't know how you, I don't even know how this is possible. This is, this is suicide. I'm not doing this. And they're like, well, you, you owe us a lot of money. So yeah, you're going to do it. Um, and it, it, it inevitably like we get all the, all the cool announcements. We see like how the internet treats, you know, like kaiju fights and sure. stuff and like all the marketing and stuff mm -hmm. behind it. Maybe like there's a crowd there, but they're like in the middle of the desert in Australia. Cause like dude in Australia, like in the middle, there is nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Um, like, so we get all this stuff and it, uh, we see that, uh, what he, he is not fighting another Jaeger. He is fighting, we don't know how they got it, a full-on kaiju. And we find out that, like, there have been black market people that have been b using biotech to build their own kaiju. And so they want to take they want to take the Jaeger fights and turn it into kaiju Jaeger fights with kaiju that humans have built. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah. the fight goes kind of tits up for Jake... Um, but at the very last moment, we see the actual official, like the actual official Jaeger team show up with Riley and whoever is, let's say Mako's with, Mako's with him as well. Sure. Um, and with Gypsy and, uh, uh, they kind of stop the fight and w we see Gypsy Danger having to fight this, uh, or Gypsy Avenger in this case, mm -hmm. having to fight this kaiju and eventually the kaiju gets to a point where it kind of like has pinned down uh gypsy danger and it basically like kind of like 
vomits all over Gypsy Danger and then dies. And they're like, oh, Gypsy Danger won the fight. Like, can you believe this? What an amazing finale. Can you believe it? And they're like, and, but there's, there's kind of like a moment with like, with Raleigh and he's like, that was too easy. Something's wrong. I don't know what's, I mean, I'll take it, but, but then that gets written off as like, well, I mean, this is one of those like fake, you know, this is one of those biotech kaiju they Mm -hmm. keep building. I don't know why they keep doing that, but crazy bastards. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, Riley, uh, like after the whole situation has gone down, they realize he realizes who is in the other other Jaeger, mm-hmm. and he's like Jake, like, um, and he's like, hey man, like they're gonna kill me, like this didn't this wasn't so, how this was supposed to go down, like I'm in big trouble, like I don't know what I'm gonna do, and they're like, you need to come back to the program, like we can protect you in the program, mm-hmm. he's like I'm not coming back to the program, you know why I'm not doing that, and Riley's like I don't think you have much of a choice, so like shit. He's like, I'm taking my tech with me though. Like she knows, she knows, uh, she knows Jaegers. Um, and he's like, oh, okay, fine, so whatever. Yeah. Amara and Jake go to like the full on Jaeger program, and we see we get exposition an exposition dump why Jake left in the first place yes. as he's explaining to to Amara, and we see that um, he he he's still in this point. I think he's still Idris Elba's kid. Yeah, like I, I think that's, that's actually good. great. Yeah. Um, I, there, there's aspects of that that I think were really good mm-hmm. if they had just, you know, given a crap. Yep. I don't know. Um, and we see him, uh, it, it, we see basically like him and his issues with like independence and trying to prove himself with his dad, getting his, his previous, uh, Jaeger partner killed while in training. Okay, he's that's like, good. And he was like, yep. "I don't mind. I don't mind putting my own life on the line, but I'm not putting someone else's life on the line anymore." Mm-hmm. Like, you know, trusting someone like that is—I don't know. I, I don't know if my like spear can handle that again. And they're like, "Well, you're going to have to figure it out." Um, and then uh, so we get more Jaeger training, and it's just like it, it's not going well with Jake trying to like t- trying to. And he's like, look, I can just, like, help fix the Jaeger. Like, I don't have to be a pilot. And they're like, you're too good of a pilot. Like, you have to be. We need your help. We need your help. Yeah. Like, the, these, these, these buttholes keep making new <laughs> kajus. Like, they, like, like, nothing's wrong, like, nothing's wrong with that. Like, I don't know why they keep doing that, but they keep doing it. Um, eventually, uh, there is a breach. And they're like, oh, my God, this is the first breach in, like, five years. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to go check this out. Like, it's small, but we have to investigate. Yes. Um, and so everyone uh, suits up. Jake isn't there, but he's like watching on the because he's not like he's not cleared to fly right. yet. Makes sense. Um, and so Raleigh and Mako are in Gypsy Danger, and we got all the other uh, the the Jaegers with. Um, and when they go to investigate, um, they're like, "Oh, it's, like it's 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 we, we can monitor this. It's not big enough for a kaiju to pass through yet, but like this is like clearly an issue." Gypsy Danger completely freaks out goes nuts we see all of basically we see like all like that whatever the the kite that fake kaiju barfed into um gypsy barfed into gypsy like goes nuts and like he starts like grab uh grab uh arming the the breach and starts opening it um and uh we see an uh the breach opens kaiju comes out and the and the jaegers get absolutely body rocked uh, by this, um, by this, by the kaiju that comes out. Oh no! And we realize, uh, 
Oh, one thing we've also been setting up at the base is that uh, Charlie and Torchwood are, are also there. <laughs> yes. Um, and it com- we comes after this happens, it, it comes to light to Jake, mm-hmm. who is with the two of them, like mm-hmm. watching this all go down, that uh, uh, Charlie and Torchwood were the ones that supplied the kaiju. Because they've been working on that on the side. Oh no! Oh, but they did. But they've been influenced in a more subtle way. They were like, we didn't. We were just. We thought it would be fun to build one. We didn't realize it was going to do that. Oh, this might be our fault. Oh no! 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 The precursors like have influenced us. Like we're compromised. Like this isn't going to go well. And they're like, and we've we may have inadvertently added certain things to uh, the current Jaegers that might not that might not work and basically like all of like the jaegers like uh the ones that aren't destroyed Mm -hmm. like gypsy and like let's just say another cool one kind of get influenced by the kaiju sure and so we got a giant kaiju and two rogue like and i like the idea if they are influenced by the kaiju they got all like the weird they got like weird bio stuff like a cure situation Mm -hmm. happening they are like making their way towards mount fuji because they want to eat it because why not i would say it's a magical choice they made uh, in that movie, what well, so stupid? They're going to Mount Fuji, and so we yeah, gotta go fight them. Sure. So John Boyega has to, um, he has to recruit all of the like weird, like the guys we met in the first the offshoot yeah. Jaegers, like the homemade Jaegers mm-hmm. that have all the weird weapons and stuff. And he basically has to like bad news bears fight the kaiju and uh, the Jaegers while also like saving the pilots that are in them. Yeah, because they're trapped inside. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much the movie. Like they save the day and, uh, inevitably in order to go to fight like Amara and Amara is inevitably becomes Jake's drift partner. Right. She's like, you got to trust me. And he's like, and he's like, you don't even know what you're doing. And she's like, yeah, but like, but we got you. I'm just here to back you up, dude. And he's like, uh, you know, he learns to trust again. And that's his whole journey is that, like, he learns how to become a Jaeger pilot on his own again. Yeah. So that's, like, the personal growth. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I and I like the idea of, um, like, him and they, him saving Raleigh and, like, them having, like, a kind of a heart-to-heart about it, like, through Jaeger comms while he's, like, being actively, Yeah, because like, Gypsy can probably still talk, but he's, yes. they're, they're, yeah, he's they're trapped, in yeah, there. trapped inside, yeah. Yeah, and I like the, him giving the, him the pep top. I mean, like, you know, you're going to have to trust oh, someone. Oh, like his to dad like, did to Riley uh, in the beginning. Of the, oh, that's good. Yes. Oh, that's really good. Exactly, exactly. So that's kind of... I also just love the idea of, like, kind of, like, homemade Jaegers with, like, weird-ass weapons and stuff. Did I write them? No, but we could get there. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's, there's that moment... It's the end of Act Two. Oh no, everyone's compromised. We don't have any Jaegers left. And then Jake goes, "Wait a second, yeah. that's not entirely true." Smash cut to <laughs> yeah. Australia. Yeah. yeah, guys, we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> and it's everybody we met in Act One being like, and just like, you know, the, the hero shots of all yeah, those homemade yeah. Jaegers. The, the yeah, the low lighting. Yeah, the spin. The, just it's the like low, we're not designed spin. for actual combat. And it's like, well, let's figure it out. And so, like, the montage... Of them, but, now, yeah, if you're going to have a, a Jaeger-building montage, that's the one where it's like you take all the weird and wacky weapons they have and, and like, soup them up. Mm-hmm. Well, Tim, the two-man tailor with that. Yeah. yeah. So that's my... That's mine. That's my... That, and that's it. That's all it needs to be. That's all it, it needs to be. Cool, cooler... 
Cooler monsters, cooler, funner robots. Yeah. Ta-da! Underdogs, once again, being yeah. called into the fight that are not ready, but somehow got to save humanity. And you get a... The, you give your hero an actual journey. Also, like, him, like, drifting with himself is kind of fun. That's a good idea. Yeah. But... Yeah, and I also would love to see what underground Jaeger fighting would look like. That's like, great. Actually. Yes. That's a good idea. There's plenty of really good ideas to do in this universe. Yeah. You should, I think it's called Pacific Rim the Black. Oh. I think that's the, I think that's the, the name of that oh, Netflix I see what show. You're saying. Yes. Th- okay, Pacific okay. Rim yeah. the Black. Um, I think it's like 24 episodes or 20 episodes. Dude, it's good. It's real good. Yeah. Especially yeah. after the movie, because it came out after the second one. And I was like, hey, ah, I think we could do better. And we yeah. can do better by this IP. And they did. It's a really good cartoon. Some mm. crazy stuff. I'm just sure going to have now. to watch it to enjoy your second movie. And you don't. It has yeah. nothing to do. Okay. It's just its own little thing. Okay. Yeah. But if you're looking for more hot, intense, specific room action. I'm not anymore. That, that second movie salted the earth for, for Chiboy. Oh, okay. Really, really, there's no coming back for it for me. Oh. Yeah. No, it really, it really, it really put it in the ground. Oh, sorry, bud. Yeah. Well, I mean that it it really it speaks to how much of the the first movie really ran a razor's edge, you know, mm-hmm. like that those movies like you know people are like oh it's just monster fights it's it's pretty easy I'm like no in no, order to nail cool, it yeah. you really have to it's not it's not easy making a movie like this a success is not easy nope but but they got it they got it in one well we fixed it my dude we did fix it my dude. Whew. Uh, what are we fixing next week? Thor two, the dark world. Okay, I want to add a new. I want to add a new layer to, to the fixing here. Ooh. And we talked about this earlier, but I don't know what you're about to tell me. Okay. So this is a new, uh, my new favorite segment. <laughs> well, this is uh, a new segment. Next week. Yeah, that's a terrible. That's, that's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, we'll, we'll come up with a good one. We'll don't worry. Something out, I guess. What, what do you think we should call the segment? Um, we are fixing Thor two next week. And in order to mix it up and keep it light, keep it fresh, and keep you guys excited for the next week's episode, um, uh, we are going to issue each other. And this is only going to be for ones that we kind of already have a good handle on the source material. Yes, this one's. We're yes. not gonna. We're not gonna come out swinging every episode here. But I think this one is perfect for Thor two. Like we know the MCU like the back of our back of our hands. Yes, so I think do. we need to make it a little bit more difficult. So okay. I am going to issue. We're going to issue each other challenges. Okay. For uh, each other's fixes. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. We are fixing Thor two, right, Adam? For yes. your fix, okay. I am I am issuing you the challenge okay. of I would like you to have in this movie. I would like there to be some fo- some aspect and some part of the plot being foreshadowing of Jane's importance and Jane embracing the power of Thor. Okay. That's okay. probably not what you were thinking. That's not what I was thinking. But I think, but it, I think that's a good, that's a good enough challenge for you because I think that there's, it does. Uh, we're, you don't have to get crazy. No, with that because she was important to the script, but in not the best yeah. way. She was just a damsel. In so that is the whole my time. challenge for you for your Thor two fix. Somehow foreshadowed Jane being able to pick up the hammer at some point. Yes. Huh. But I need it to be. I, I can't just be. It can't just be like a. And there needs it, it doesn't need to be a huge pot point. Sure. But it can't just be one shot. Right. It can't just be like what Cap did. 
Yeah. And like when, no, when no, the no, hammer no, 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 no. nudged yeah. in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, that was great. Which was great. That may be my favorite scene in Ultron. Yeah. Like that was that I was like, that's where that's good. Where yeah. you get to see everyone just hanging out. Just hanging out and being buds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh What's okay. my challenge? Your challenge, let's see, for Thor two. Yeah. Is uh, <laughs> I don't like that. I, I don't like that laugh. Would like you to expand Thor's universe a little bit. Okay. And I would like you <laughs> I would like you to somehow incorporate Beta Ray Bill. How dare you? Okay. Okay. You know what? Sure. You know what? They Game teased on. him in the third movie. Game you on, know dude. what? No. Let's you know what? Let's go cre- they did they did not do a good job of giving us a bad guy in the movie. They should have given us Yeah, somewhere in these movies, Beta Ray Bill should have shown up. Okay. A horse face Thor is not crazy. Yeah, in the, in the MCU we have right now, that's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. Okay, okay. So I have to incorporate in my in my fix of Thor two, the character Beta Ray Bill. Yes, that's okay. Okay, you know what? Challenge accepted. That's that's a lot harder than the one I gave you. <laughs> Possibly. You know what? But yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get nuts, man. If we're doing it, let's do it. Oh, that's but we know great. the MCU like the back of our hands, Jay. But as always, if uh, if you were listening to this on as on the day that it comes out on Tuesday, if you would like to come hang out and uh, watch Thor two with us, we'll be doing it on the Discord uh, Wednesday night at eight p.m. Uh, the link to join the Discord's uh, down below, and it's in movie watchlongs. It's easy to do. Um, also, hey, if you're listening to this and you are going to be at uh, New York City Comic Con, oh, that's right, yeah. Um, and or you just live in the New York City area, uh, we have uh, we are uh, doing a little little get together a little meet and greet on saturday october 14th at jake's dilemma in the dance in the oak room downstairs uh, uh from 7 to 10 p.m we'll be doing a little a little peach con we've got some surprises in store for you guys come say hi come meet us it's uh, a lot of fun yeah uh buy me a drink <laughs> <laughs> no you don't, have, you don't have to do that you don't have to do that uh, no i just uh, you know you can you know <laughs> Uh, but Jay won't say no. That's ridiculous. Uh, sorry, that was, <laughs> that was a bit much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're, we're looking forward to seeing you guys. Um, yeah, and uh, as we end every one of these episodes, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. It's the that you don't hear coming. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Recording in all four places. Let's do this thing. Let us talk about the the, the movie we've been wanting to do for over a year now. Yeah.